Welcome to the SBCA Podcast Component Connection. Looking at how businesses around the country are innovating to take advantage of opportunities in the construction supply chain. Now, here's your host, Sean Shields. All right. Well, welcome to the Component Connection podcast brought to you by the Structural Building Components Association. We are here in lovely Williamsburg, Virginia for the SBCA Open Quarterly Meeting. And joining me today is Jeff Smith, CEO of Trustway. And we're going to talk a little bit about Trustway's 50 years of business and what they see for the future and some of the things that they do uh, for their employees to recognize the great work that they're doing. Jeff, welcome to the podcast. Glad to be here, Sean. Good morning. And uh, it is absolutely beautiful here in Williamsburg. You look out over the James River and man, it's really beautiful. Well, there's a lot of history here too. A lot of history. A lot of, uh, a lot of Civil War history and so forth. I guess American history as well. Yeah. Getting yeah. in the country. That's yeah. great. You, you almost can't uh, go very far without tripping over a battlefield around. That's right. So, Jeff, uh, I mentioned it in the introduction. You guys are celebrating your 50th anniversary this year. Talk to us a little bit about, you know, where where Trustway came from and uh, what you guys are doing this year to sort of celebrate those 50 years yeah, of business. Thank you. Yeah, Trustway has a rich history. Uh, started by Dick Grotto 50 years ago. Gentleman that uh, really didn't have any trust experience, but met uh, an individual in Dallas. Uh, I think they were building playground equipment and thought there was a market for building trusses came to Houston and opened a, a trust operation and, uh, has did fantastic and, uh, grew, grew a great company. And here we are 50 years later. And as we celebrate our 50th, what better way to celebrate the 50th than to recognize those individuals that got us here mm. and really two individuals, the customer and our employees. And, uh, we spent the year trying, uh, to figure out ways that we can thank the customers as well as thank our employees for what they've done for the company. I like that. So, I mean. Can you give me an example of what you've done to sort of thank your customers? Yeah. So we have, uh, advertised in magazines, mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, magazines certainly that our customer would, would use SBCA being one of the magazines. Yes, definitely. And uh, we've taken out articles and, uh, just a way to say, thank you for those that made us, uh, successful for 50 years. Not always been great. There's been a lot of ups and downs in the economy and you've survived, you've survived. Yeah, you've survived <laughs> a lot of uh, ups and downs yeah. for sure. <laughs> And then I'm also curious, sort of on the employee side. So what are some of the things that you guys do to recognize your employees? So we have a, uh, hall of fame that was started years ago. It recognizes those individuals that have contributed a significant portion of their career to both Trustway and the industry mm-hmm. and a handful of indiv- individuals make it into the hall of fame. We just recognized over the last few years, we've recognized a uh, few salespeople, one that's retired, another one that's getting ready to retire. This year, we recognize an individual, uh, Don Larson, head of estimating for Trustway, who is looking to retire shortly, mm. but has contributed a lot of his career to, uh, to the industry and helped the industry as a whole. And, uh, of course, Trustway as well. Yeah. So, I mean, do you have like a criteria nomination process for that? Or is it just sort of like, yeah, like your HR? Years of service, years of service, what okay. they've done for the company, what they've done for the industry. We sit down uh, each year and decide if we have in- individuals that meet that criteria. Mm-hmm. If not, uh, we'll pass. So one year we had two, this year we had one and, uh, we'll see what happens next year. Right. Yeah. Well, and, and it's pretty distinctive too, cause you give them like the master's green jacket. Yeah. We, we have a celebration. It's usually done at a business sales meeting, which we had this year, uh, outside of Atlanta and we give them a green jacket. We give them a, a nice big ring uh, oh, wow. that they're able to wear. And, uh, 
People really appreciate it. And they really are, uh, this year's, uh, individual Don was extremely surprised to, uh, was he? be inducted to the, uh, hall of fame. Oh, that's great. Right. So, and we invite their spouse and, uh, they usually don't know their spouse is there to the, to the ceremony, which is great. <laughs> <laughs> so like sneaking yeah. the spouse in through the back door. I know we've, yeah. we've done that for, uh, industry awards over the years. It's yeah. like trying to get somebody's wife to show up and I'm like, but yeah, don't, don't, don't tell them, you know, kind of thing. So the, we, we come, come on the business sales meeting. So we, uh, we asked Joe Canapel, certainly a veteran in the industry to write the history of Trustway and, yeah. uh, interviewed numerous people inside and outside the company, those that are employed, some that are retired. And, uh, after the, uh, meeting, we asked people to rank the sessions and the number one ranking, it was Joe Canapel's presentation on the history of Trustway. Uh, people were extremely impressed to see how the company has survived during the ups and down and has grown to where we are today. So it was, it was just a great presentation Joe gave and videos and the displays and so forth. It was fantastic. That makes me wonder, I'm putting it on the spot here, but like, as Joe was talking about the history of Trustway, certainly, um, you don't get to accompany your size and survive for 50 years without doing some pretty, making some pretty great decisions at key pivotal moments. Was there anything that Joe recognized that sort of stood out to you of like a moment where Trustway decided to go left when if it had gone right, it wouldn't be in business anymore kind of thing. Yeah, there, there were some, some expansions that were made years and, and decades ago now that, uh, really were left and we should have gone right at that point. Oh, interesting. So, and it, uh, <laughs> just pointed out some things that we, that we did way back and, uh, tried to grow extremely rapidly. Okay. We have a homegrown system we use, uh, and, uh, we weren't able to get those individuals on that system quick enough. Yeah. And, uh, and then the economy, uh, wasn't in our favor either. So yeah. we, we had to pull back and, and really focus on our, our core knitting, which we've done and, uh, we, we've grown organically, which is great. Yeah, that's amazing. All right. So, you know, beyond the hall of fame, you also do some pretty, uh, unique things in recognizing some of your employees. Talk to me a little bit about like the, all these posts that I see uh, on LinkedIn and social media and, and where that came from and why you do it. Yeah. So, um, years ago, uh, yeah, I guess years, three years, maybe three years ago now connect with an individual that I knew in my prior life when I worked at another organization and uh, head of marketing for that company. And we brought him on as a consultant for us. And how can we go out and recognize and communicate with our employees? It was, it was tough during COVID. We uh, like to go out and visit our clients frequently. We weren't able to do that. And so we made videos. Uh, the executive team made videos, uh, a few videos, thanking our employees for the hard work, dedication, coming to the office, coming to the plant every day during COVID. And we realized there's a way that we really need to recognize our employees more. So every Friday we post. Uh, an article about an employee that's celebrating a special anniversary. Some can be milestones, 20, 30 years. Some can be three years, but they've dedicated that time to Trustway to make us a better organization. And we want to thank them for that. And then that comes out of our sales and marketing group that puts that together each week. So do you get feedback from your employees after that of how that's received or? Yeah, we do. Our employees like it. Our employees are always looking for who the next person is going to be recognized at the following week. And then we also get uh, a lot of our suppliers comment on it. Mm -hmm. And uh, a lot of our customers will comment on it and uh, recognize those employees that also help them provide product for their, for their buildings. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's interesting you and LinkedIn, for example, it's like, it, it always gives you the list of people who you can potentially connect with. And I noticed there's a lot of Trustway employees that are, yeah. use LinkedIn. Is that something you guys promote or is that just sort of an organic growth? Just organic growth. Yeah. You know, we promote it at times, but organic growth really. Yeah. yeah. We are really focusing on our employees. Uh, when you take a look at our strategy, uh, for, from now to 2024, 
really recognizes our employees, focuses on their strengths. Also, how can we uh, better train our individuals? How can we make them a multi-task uh, in, in our facilities? And uh, we have individuals that are just focusing on the, focusing on on how to get individuals better trained and and become more rounded and more valuable themselves and more valuable to the company. I like that. So that, that's an interesting concept, the sort of uh, training employee to be able to do separate things. We have a tendency in this industry to really have them specialize, right? They do right. this thing. Yep. What What's the advantage to having them trained up for multiple positions? Yeah, so, you know, one, one thing can happen uh, if, if you have an overtime shift and uh, people want to come in and run floors, we also need to run a roof line to, to meet a project demand. Well, those people that are trained on run floors can now go over to the roof line and, and run some product need be for, for a project. Okay. So having those people cross train is extremely valuable. Because you can and pay for play. performance as well. Yeah, yeah, right. And is that for everybody or do they choose to get trained in different areas? Yeah, we, we just started working on this. Uh, and uh, so we'll see how it unfolds. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll check. Yeah, it's please do. <laughs> please do. Yeah. All right. So 50 years behind you, what do you see coming ahead for Trustway in the next 50 years? Yeah. So I think the industry as a whole is at a great, at a great pivotal moment. Uh, as we talk about more off, off-site construction, what can we do to help our customers better their work site and, and how can we help them improve their processes and how can we help them, uh, turn their, turn their work quicker, right? Faster, easier, cheaper. And, uh, so what can we do as a company to provide better services for a customer? And that's what we're going to focus on the next couple of years and next 50 years as well. Yeah. Is it floor cassettes? Is it, is it wall panels? Is it roof panels at times? So those are the things we're looking at. So I like this looking at, so that in my mind suggests that maybe you're doing some R and D with some of your customers of like, how does this work? Do you like this? Do we, do we do it different? Do you do that kind of field R and D? We do some of their customers also do with our suppliers as well. Okay. But what they're coming out with and how can we work together to, uh, build a better mousetrap. So you're constantly looking at what's going to give us an edge. What can we leverage to. That's correct. Bring to the field. Interesting. So I, I mean. I didn't ask this question on the front end, but like primarily what is the customer base for, for Trustway? Do you do anything and everything or do you have a, a focus in the market? Yeah, that's a great question. So we, we are nearly hundred percent multifamily. Okay. We do some single family as, uh, some of our customers ask us to do some single family for them and we certainly will. Uh, but majority is multifamily. Okay. We service both the general contractor, the owner developer and the framer. Okay. So depending on who has the contract for the trusses. Is, is who we work with for that project. Okay. So uh, I'm curious on the labor side of things then. So you, you, you'll sell directly to the framer, depending on the market that you're in. Yes. How, how does that relationship work? Yeah. So our salesmen are customers, as most people know, our salesmen are customer based, yeah. not uh, regional focused. So okay. as they have a framer that goes from Florida to Cal Florida, to Colorado, to uh, Ohio, our salesman follows that customer. Really? And, yeah. So. Even though the, even though the salesperson can be based out of Florida, they will still follow that customer to what regions of the country they go to and will manufacture the product, the plant that's closest to that, to the need. That's fascinating. I, I'm just sort of curious, um, at what point was that decision made? Cause that, I mean, that seems a little yeah, unique. That was back when uh, the company started. Okay. Yeah. This has been a very sales focused company and that was Dick's focus way back. How can we have that great connection with the customer? And so having that one individual be sort of the face of the company, no matter where that 
that customer is doing a project, you, you get to work with that one. That's right. And in customers, they want their drawings differently. They want things presented differently. Mm. They may want, uh, uh, trust and unitize a little different. And so that salesman knows and knows what that customer expects is able to communicate that back to those that are doing the work in the plant. Uh, okay. So there's, there's a great responsibility of a salesperson to like communicate all that unique information about a particular customer. That's correct. Does a particular salesperson work with a, a dedicated design team or is it sort of like whoever's available or how does that? It, uh, it, it tries to be dedicated, a dedicated team, okay. but we are, uh, we have a great distributed network that we're able to use designers from across the country to service the needs of a customer, wherever it be. Well, I imagine, I mean, with you guys spread out too, have you sort of during COVID taken advantage of this ability to, to move some of your, uh, work? your workers offsite or have you coming out of COVID brought them all back in? We, uh, of course the plant people are in all the time. Yep. They came yep. every day during COVID and we thank them for that. Uh, we do have a lot of remote individuals. Uh, the industry years ago, uh, went remote for the designers Yeah, and, uh, significant number of designers are remote as well throughout the industry. I think there's a significant number that are, remain remote. Okay. Particularly in the big cities, our employees work remote. It saves them travel time. Yeah. And, uh, we're able to get the work done very well. So we haven't lost any efficiency at all. Excellent. We talked a lot about how you guys recognize your employees and thank them for, you know, the, the unique, uh, career th that they've had at Trustway or just the, the dedication that they've had, uh, to the company, to the industry. We, we've talked a lot about, you know, one of the struggles with having remote workers is instilling in them that that company culture, that loyalty to the, to the company. But it sounds like Tressor is really focused on that. So I'm just curious, can you impart any of the best practices that yeah. you use to sort of keep those? I, I wish I knew the magic bill, Sean. <laughs> I think it's something we're going to have to continue to focus on hard on. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have to uh, continue to get people together for meetings frequently. Yeah. Uh, we had the business sales meeting. We just had an HR meeting. Mm -hmm. uh, we're looking to get our plant managers together for, for a meeting later this year. And share ideas. We have uh, a great uh, sharing practices going on under our VP of operations, Carlin Mueller. Yeah. We have people going from plant to plant, making sure we have best practices being, being utilized and shared. So yeah. It goes back to the one team, one trust way. Yeah. And that's uh, our focus. How many locations do you guys have? Uh, five. Five. Okay. Uh, let me, let me, let me count. Orlando, Ackworth, <laughs> Virginia. <laughs> Test six. Six. Mountain, Colorado. Out there. Yeah. <laughs> And the design office in uh, Wichita, North Carolina. Okay. Excellent. Well, Jeff, thanks so much for being on the podcast. Really appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thanks, Sean. It's early this morning. Have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go enjoy that Virginia weather. <laughs> this has been a Component Connection podcast brought to you by SBCA. If there's a topic you'd like us to cover in a future episode, send it to podcast at sbcacomponents.com.